Hi there, and welcome to another edition of the Getting Ahead podcast. It's Monday, the 10th of June, 2019, and this podcast is well overdue. Uh, For those of you that know me, I have been doing some training sessions and doing a lot of public speaking and writing uh, around a particular subject for the last two and a half years. And it's something I kind of accidentally got into. Um, I'm a digital marketer. And when I realized that this was going to be so important to digital marketing, I started to look into it. And the more I got into it, I eventually almost accidentally became certified in the subject matter and ended up doing a lot of training and a lot of consultancy around it. And that's the dreaded words GDPR, the General Data Protection Regulation. Now, I know a lot of you might immediately be thinking of switching off, but please don't. This is something that is is actually getting quite close to my heart. The more I learn about GDPR, the more I realize just how important it really is, um, not just to marketing, but to business as a whole. Um, most people think of it as a, a really annoying thing that's come about, um, and there's a lot of myths around it, particularly around who it applies to, who it doesn't apply to. Um, and what it actually involves. And I thought I'm going to try and dispel some of those myths um, over the next 10 minutes or so, um, and really hopefully try and get people to understand why it is so important um, that we actually do understand what it is and and why we need to uh, apply it in our businesses. Uh, And really, the the point I really come to the most is, this is an ethics thing as far as I'm concerned. It's been way too long that organizations such as Google and Facebook and before that Yahoo and all the other organizations have been collecting and using our personal data for for business gain for a long, long time. You probably remember the organizations that used to get phone calls from them, you know, just collecting information about people purely with the purpose of selling that data on um, to other organizations to to, to spam email or to cold call or whatever it might well be. And I'm not going to get in today to the rights or wrongs of spam email or cold calling. I'll leave that for you guys to decide whether that's the right thing to do or not. But from a business standpoint and from an individual standpoint, um, our personal data belongs to us and it's quite overdue that we actually now put some things in place to actually to protect that. So the idea of GDPR is to give, you know, to give individuals like you and me um, the control over what actually happens to our data. And in order to do that, we need to have, you know, much more understanding of it. And from a business perspective, it's about, you know, making sure that we, you know, we're only collecting data that we really need. GDPR is not meant to be just something, another one of these legislations to try and, you know, you know, get you stuck in the mud and stop you in your tracks and make life difficult. And if you actually apply GDPR correctly, then you'll actually understand that it's really not going to hinder you at all. It's actually about just making sure you, you know, you document why you've got the personal data and what you're doing with it and making sure that those data you do hold they have they have an understanding of exactly what it is you're doing with it um and so returning back to the ethics standpoint this is something you know i'd say it's well overdue you know we want to be able to control our personal data as individuals we want to understand what companies have got it uh, you know and what they're actually doing with it now to dispel a few of the myths, um, first and foremost, GDPR does apply to absolutely every single business, and it extends beyond that. If you're part of an athletics club, 
um, a sports club of any kind, uh, and particularly if you're, you know, collecting the data, personal data of children, then uh, personal data uh, applies to you, regardless whether it's adults or children. If you're a part of a, an athletics club, football club, it doesn't really matter what it is, as well as a small business, um, it all applies to you. And that means you've got to, you know, put the work into put in place. Now, the ICO, the Information Commissioner's Office, they do understand that small businesses have less resources, and I always talk to my clients about it and talk to them about the reasonable test. You know, so always make sure that we're being reasonable out there about this. They're not expecting you to, to do stupid things or to start investing huge amounts of money unnecessarily into processes and maybe equipment and whatever it might well be in order to try and be compliant. It's about making what makes the most sense for the amount of data that you hold, the type of processing that you do, and, and obviously the size of your company turnover and budget. It's all got to be within reason. So, um, you know, there's lots of things you can and you can't do, um, but the most important thing is you actually think about it and, and actually document that process. So there's a number of core documents. GDPR is not just about putting a privacy policy on your website and letting people know that you collect personal data and, you know, ask them to contact if you'd like to know more. There's a lot more documentation that has to go into place. We've known about this a long time, uh, and the truth is the majority of my clients come about as a result of realizing that there is actually that there is considerably more documentation that needs to go into place it's not that difficult the ICO website is outstanding it will give you everything you possibly need to understand about what documentation you need to put into place a lot of people might find the language a little bit overwhelming maybe a little bit technical and that's where you'd utilize a GDPR consultant uh, and there are lots of them around there's plenty of them in Thanet and in Kent um, I happen to be one of them but there are lots of other fantastic consultants around who are help you put that documentation into place so it does apply to every single business regardless of your size it does apply to athletics and sports and other groups um, it does apply to them as well um, and yes the ICO do understand you're a small business don't expect you to uh, to be you know doing absolutely massive changes to your organization but now is a really good opportunity to take a look at that and say what are we doing with the personal data do we necessarily have to collect this personal data um, can we reduce what we do collect and let's just make it clear how we're processing that data now I know I'm using words like processing and what does processing even mean um, to, to very quickly to cover that one processing is when you're making any sort of changes, any decisions to data, you may be moving data from one system to another, or frankly, even viewing data is classed as processing. So anything that actually happens to somebody's personal data, um, then that's what's classed as processing. You know, we haven't got time today necessarily in this podcast to go over everything, you know, that covers GDPR. But like I say, there's lots of information on the ISO website. You can always ask myself, drop me a line, and I'll always help you understand what the various different bits and pieces mean. But as a business, uh, it is important that we understand how we, you know, how we process that data, and then how we communicate that to your employees, to your suppliers, to your customers, uh, prospects, and anything else like that. The fact that you, you know, you are collecting and holding and potentially processing that data about making it clear what exactly it is you're doing with that information. And like I say, right from the very beginning of this, from an ethics standpoint, this is really important. It's right that we do this, and it's right that we take, you know, the, the, you know, however many days it is to get this information into place and this documentation into place. Um, so we make sure we are protecting that data. It doesn't matter, you know, how small your business is or how much, how little data you collect. 
it's important that you do the, the basics, put this information, this documentation into place and let people know that you are going to be looking after it. Um, this isn't going to go away. You know, GDPR was never a tick box exercise. And in fact, we've just gone past the year's deadline. In actual fact, people now should be renewing their certificate with the ICO to recognize them as a controller um, and renewing that fee as well as that documentation. They should be now, you know, measuring for effectiveness as at least, you know, a year on, if not sooner, you should have done this, actually making sure the processes you do have in place are effective um, and you are actually, you know, making sure you're protecting data at all costs. And like I said, this is the right thing to do. You know, this isn't all. This wasn't about stopping people just emailing people unnecessarily. Although what a part it was a part of it. You know, we didn't want people just adding us to lists randomly that we had no intention of. And there's been again a lot of confusion around this. You know, you don't need consent to email your customers, and you don't need consent to communicate with your suppliers. Um, it really was just about those people that have signed up to those email lists. And, and there's a lot more to consent than just email lists. But in this particular example. Um, you know, it is about those when you can't just add people to your MailChimp lists and just assume they're going to be okay with it. And, the, you know, and that, that's the point, you know, it is about making sure people actually, and from a marketing perspective, you don't want to be contacting people that simply are not interested. They don't want to be contacted. This is about, you know, doing the right, this is good quality marketing and actually communicating with people that genuinely have put their hand up. They want to hear from you. They want to learn more about your products and services. And you know, again, sales and marketing, these are the people you want to be concentrating not trying to beat these people into submission by trying to you know hit them over their head with your buy my products and services right now messages and keep spamming them over a long period of time we can do better than this you can do better than this and gdpr enables us all to make sure we get this right be better business people make sure we're looking after that data doing the right thing and being better quality marketers um you know actually let's now focus our time and effort on the people that genuinely want to hear from us um and, and get the you know the right message to the right people at the right time and that's good quality marketing and that's how i got into this subject of gdpr it was from a marketing perspective and now i've learned lots more about it and i've got myself qualified i can understand you know just how important it is to businesses um and, and your business processes as much as it is from a marketing perspective as well and now if you've got any questions around this subject matter you can always reach out to me uh, david at davidmarkshaw.com or through my other business david at highbits which is hibits.co.uk and i'm happy to answer any of your gdpr questions and uh, that's it for this week guys look forward to chatting with you next week